Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Are you remodeling or building your dream home? We're going to chat about everything from the ceilings to the floors and everything in between. Any questions you might have can be emailed to me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. This podcast is being brought to you by Premier Lighting. Well, today is April 1st, and our guest today is Rob Rubin. He's the co-owner of AK Studios. They do kitchens, baths, and interiors. Rob, thank you for coming by. Well, thank you for having me, Nancy. Well, this we're going to talk about everything, but you've been here before. Yes, Matter I have. of fact, it was February of 2018. Ah. It seems like just yesterday, right? <laughs> yes, it How does. How time flies. And we talked about AK Studios, but you made a little change. You moved. You want to tell us a little bit about where you're located now and what you did in your new showroom or doing? Well, sure. Thanks, Nancy. Uh, we are located uh, at 1729 East Osborne Road, kind of in the middle of Phoenix, and we moved there because our sister company, the Construction Zone, has a wonderful contemporary campus. And we are now building our new showroom on the downstairs floor, and we're quite excited about it, and I'm sure we'll talk more about it in this podcast. We also have our offices on the second floor in our library, and basically it allowed us to expand our space to twice the size. So we're quite excited about well, that. Well, you had a gorgeous showroom, and how many times have I told you that I loved your showroom? So you probably, I haven't seen your new showroom. Every but, time we threw a party. Yeah, I know, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but um, is this one even better? You know, this is a little different. As I'm getting on in my career, I decided that I really didn't want to do a showroom that was open to the public. We do a lot of work with designers and architects and builders, and that's where the majority of our business comes from. Certainly, we love the public to come through, but I view this showroom more of a trade show showroom where I've really put it together to go ahead and show the professional industry and community what is possible. We work with a lot of different materials, so we spend a lot of time studying those materials. And we really want to show how our product integrates with the architecture of a home. So when you have door jams or you have doors or you have ceilings and soffits and flooring, all these materials meet millwork. And we really are focused in architectural millwork where we'll also do wall panels and doors as they wrap into furniture and everything is integrated. And we wanted to concentrate less on specific kitchen vignettes that showed different styles and more into kitchen millwork product that integrates with architectural details. Wow, that sounds like you just read me a book on AK Studios. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to talk about KBiz. I got to the airport, and lo and behold, there's Rob, and we sat next to each other, and thank God because he did have to help me with my suitcase because I can't reach that overhead storage area. So enough about that. But, yeah, and I did run into you, and we did see... Everything that we saw was got way too much. Yes, it yeah, was. I have to say, the 60,000 people that were there and the 42,000 steps that I took in three days took me a week to recuperate. But we're going to kind of reiterate what we saw and what we liked. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. So what was, um, let's see. Well, first of all, I have to 
say that I was so busy doing videos, which will eventually be on um, my fan page and my YouTube channel. So I didn't, I have to say, I didn't see as much as you probably did. But um, what I did see a lot of was technology. Did you notice that everything is connected? Yes. I mean, I think that all of the manufacturers, whether it be cabinetry, millwork appliances, or surface materials, um, are really have the money. The economy is doing good. They're doing their research and due diligence, and they're getting on board with technology. And technology means a lot. Technology means computers. Technology means easier control. Uh, focus on maintenance. And what was really impressive to me is everybody's trying to build a better mousetrap, not right. a cheaper one. Right. And what impressed me is every time you talk to a different appliance company, they've got another spin on something. You know, this is connected to our service department. Oh, this one's connected to the coffee machine. Uh, you have to take a course, though, before you start working everything in your kitchen. Right. you got to have a tutorial. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is I've also noticed that that's the trend and the direction, but everybody is keeping it simple, too. They have to. So if you buy a new appliance, you don't have to dive right in. You can go ahead and still do it the old way that you did it on your old appliance and move across to the technology slowly. But you know what? This is part of technology. If you get a new appliance and you're not sure you hate reading those how-to books, you just go on YouTube. Right. This is a commercial for YouTube. Right. But you can say, okay, how do I make that chicken in my new steam oven? You just pull it up on YouTube. It's amazing. Well, I'm glad that you brought that up because the steam oven has been around for quite a while. But I would probably what I used to say was the best cooking combination being a convection, conventional large oven and also going ahead and having a microwave convection oven and a warming drawer, I feel like I've changed my mind. I feel like right. having the large convection conventional oven. The one that you use twice a year? Yeah, is right. good to have. But I think the superstar of the appliance world is the steam convection oven combination. And for those people who only use a microwave every once in a while in a very limited way, I think that you'll find you might even be able to live without one or having a smaller one in a back pantry area because the steam oven is going to be something that you use mostly all the time. It well, will be your go-to oven. Yeah, and I just did a kitchen for these lovely people who live in Alaska, and they were thinking of the typical large oven, like you said, the uh, regular thermal convection. But after she went to the class and she actually used a steam convection oven, they decided to go with that and they had to have the microwave because they warm up their coffee. And there are people who just do a lot of microwave warming up. Right. So those two items, that was in their kitchen. No more of the big right. ovens. And no more of the warming drawer because the steam unit goes right. ahead and does warming at 
a much better process. And not to change the subject and go out of the kitchen, but a lot of people are going with the grill outside. So, so well, especially in Arizona, but in Niagara Falls, I don't think they're really going for that. Well, they might (laughs) in the summertime, (laughs) in the summertime. That's when they're probably never in their kitchen. They're always outside. So the way of cooking because of the appliances that are available are changing kitchens, kitchen design, because Ergonomically, we want those appliances as close to the middle as possible. We don't want to bend over. It's dangerous to go ahead and bring things down that are too tall. Mm -hmm. So we're really going to more horizontal design in built-in oven units than vertical design. Right. And I wasn't going to talk too much about appliances, but I have to throw this in. The double-door ovens are cool. Yeah, any time that you could go ahead and open up a door that swings and you don't have to bend over a door to go ahead and take things out, that's right. a phenomenal right. feature. Right, so we have the Bosch single oven side swing, and then we have the GE uh, double door oven, but both of them will get you close to the cavity right. of the oven. You don't have to lean over a big door. And Gaginow has been doing that for constantly years. for years, and now Thermador is getting into it. Whenever you see appliance companies go ahead and hop on the bandwagon, then right. you know it's a good idea. Right. Right. And the other advantage to that is uh, smaller doorway uh, walkways between islands and the perimeter of the kitchen. Or if you've got a busy kitchen, right. you don't want to be pulling down a door. So I think people, if you're doing your kitchen over, the first thing you should do is call Rob and I. But <laughs> if you're going to use somebody else, do your research on those appliances that are coming out because they'll make your life a lot easier. A lot of things I think we saw were in color. Everything we saw was in color. Well, you know, for years, um, and I'm not sure of this percentage, but I think I'm pretty close, over 80% of the kitchens sold in the world are white. And, right. And but we're seeing a big trend towards mixing up materials in the kitchen, but definitely color. Color is is, is a strong um, uh, brightness to the space. It, it, and two, you can tie it together. You know, there was, is it the 70s where they used to come out, Kohler came out with the bright colored uh, sinks and tubs and toilets in the greens, the pinks, the and navy blues, right. the yellows, and then it died down. Now everything for the most part is white, but now they're bringing in different metal finishes. And uh, I know Blue Star is bringing in very bright colors. I think they can do their appliances in over 100 colors. Well, that's been a trend for the past few years. Yeah. And the thing is to pick a color that you really like. Right. Bertazzoni does beautiful, right. beautiful colors, and their fame is that they're down the street from the Ferrari factory, so they do it in Ferrari car colors. Right. You can get the Ferrari red and the Ferrari yellow. Right. You know, we might as well talk about lighting. Lighting is so important with everything we do, especially the new lights that are available, the LEDs. Um, matter of fact, they have fixtures that have integrated LEDs, so you don't even see the lights as part of the fixture. So if you're curious about all of this new stuff coming out, you should go on shoppremier.com. Premier Lighting, located in Scottsdale, is um, they're wonderful. They have consultants that will help you with your home if you want to brighten things up, if you want to change the light bulbs, if you need help on maybe adding more lights. As we get older, we need more lights. I would say go on Shop Premier, get their phone number. You can call them. They will ship their uh, fixtures to you. They will talk to you about anything that you need, and they're very nice people. So, again, shoppremier.com.
So the next thing that we kind of went by when I was walking around KBiz was they had actually um, classes being held by living in place. So we're seeing a lot of people getting old, not us. But a lot of people are aging. And so a lot of the things available um, for the aging, for aging in place, for staying in your home and making it safe, we saw at KBiz. I mean, how many grab bars did we see in every single um, color and every single style? Or a lot of things the way we design are for aging in place. Well, I think that it goes back to what um, people are used to seeing. People are used to seeing base cabinets, a backsplash area, and an upper cabinet. And ergonomically, it really isn't the best design process, but it's something that we've seen and lived with for years. But remember when the kitchens were really small and they said, well, we've got to use that wall space for storage. So we have to be fair to the old designers and say, well, that was common sense. A lot of them didn't have walk-in pantries. Right. I think that you're right. Homes were smaller. But I think as we get to broaden ourselves with the hardware and the technology that's available to go ahead and hold dishes and hold plates or deal with the corner that used to just be kind of dead or hard to use or bring things from your upper cabinet down to you or even what you can fit in a 12-inch wide pull-out swivel pantry. It's Mm -hmm. amazing at how much more storage we can have with the hardware and the technology available. Well, also there's uh, the minimalist trend going on, and I think people are starting to realize they don't really need to hold on to 27 sets of dishes or every kind of glass known to man or every pot. I think what they're doing is downsizing and saying, okay, I'm going to spend good money on good product and I need less of it because I'm not going to use all the other stuff I have. And that lets us use or uh, actually push the idea of kitchen design without wall cabinets. Right. I think that we uh, have the technology now that we can put dishes in drawers that are right underneath the countertop and glasses in drawers. Easy to reach and very easy to go ahead and get out and set the table with. And probably ergonomically, a much smarter idea. Mm -hmm. Also makes the kids know how to set the table because they could never reach the dishes in the wall cabinets anyway. Also go ahead and get their own glass without somebody else having to do that for them. Yes. So what else did you see that you really was impressed with? I think that uh, the quality, the quality of the cabinetry and the millwork. I remember going years before and seeing a lot of product from China. Everybody was trying to make things less expensive because, let's face it, um, that's where the industry was going because we did not have a very good economy. And when you don't have a very good economy, you tend to go ahead and it becomes more socially correct to tell all of your people that you spent less money and not more money. I got this great deal for less right, money. Right. But look, at it looks just as good as the <laughs> right. uh, kitchen that somebody else paid a fortune right. for. And Ikea was born. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was really happy with the quality. I was really happy with the technology. And I think that, you know, probably the 
integration of lighting in cabinetry is really something that's important and something that we're going to see more and more of. Well, I think that's the number one function. I mean, that's really important. But we also were talking before about the idea of contemporary. We're seeing less traditional, thank God, and we're seeing a lot more clean looks, contemporary, smooth surfaces, um, less wood, more um, stone finishes, um, laminate finishes that have textures, more interesting things. I mean, this isn't the kitchen from the 60s. No, and I think that you're absolutely right. And there's something about no matter what kind of home you have from a decoration or a trend point of view, whether it's transitional, whether it's an uh, an adobe, or whether it's a modern contemporary space, when people are redoing their kitchen, their appliances pretty much are modern. And with that, I don't think there's anything the matter of putting a modern space in whatever kind of home you own. It's also new, and modern is new. And so I think that people want it clean, mm-hmm. want it simple, and want it less cluttered, and that's why we have this trend. Uh, yes, and clients will verbally say, I don't want to clean anymore. I'm tired of that. I want a slab door, which is a flat door. And that's why I think they've offered so many different finishes on that flat door to to kind of give a, a nice choice, whether it's color or texture, to everybody because they're they're tired of the picture frame cabinet with the raised panel center or the flat panel because you got to get those Q-tips and yeah. clean those little crevices. I think and who likes that? I think it's yesterday's news. I think that you're going to find that there's materials that are coming out that are amazingly durable, Yeah, that there's nanotechnology, things that repair themselves. There is a very big trend to non-light reflective surfaces. And this is, means this flat kind of satin finish. There's also a big trend to these non-light reflective surfaces that do not show any fingerprints. Now that I like. And that is a very popular trend. Now. Should we then swing into the black appliances? Do sure. We? Okay, because, uh, well, there's a lot of companies that are coming out with the black steel appliances. They're beautiful, definitely contemporary. Um, and Bosch has come out with a stainless steel that will not scratch, which I think is important because I was talking to somebody about it, and he goes, you know, even without thinking, somebody will uh, go past a refrigerator, they have keys in their pocket, and then, whoop, you scratch it. And that's not repairable. Well, it is to a point, but let's face it, it's better to have a surface that's not going to show every scratch. So these appliances have really hopped on the non-light reflective property and non-fingerprint property. So think about it. When you go ahead and you have that old stainless steel refrigerator and your kids go up and their fingerprints are all over the place. And then all of a sudden you have another hour of maintenance a day to go Which ahead nobody and has. clean your kitchen. Right. Now you don't, you can get rid of that and get that hour for something else. So I think it comes right down to less maintenance um, as far as cleaning and more time to spend with your family or to go have fun walking or doing your yoga. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's touch on, well, something I did see a lot of freestanding bathtubs. I think the tub 
as we used to know years ago, set into a deck? I think that's dead. Well, it's also about this maintenance. When you set a tub into a deck, you usually have to have other material around it. You usually have to go ahead and caulk it or deal with the grout and the caulk and the connection to the floor. With a freestanding tub, it's actually less expensive when you're going ahead and looking at your costs because you don't have all of this other labor and material that have to go around it. Not to mention ergonomically, the ability to get in and out of it much easier by simply stepping over. It's a safety issue. Right. Um, And talking about safety, even though the tubs are beautiful, and I have to admit they go from the claw tubs to the contemporary, I still think, and I shouldn't get into this, but tubs are not safe, and people should think about a really nice shower. Maybe a walk-in shower without a curb, a linear drain, a nice bench, two shower heads, grab bars, definitely. Uh, So that's another whole show, though. (laughs) Right. That's another whole show. But one of the best tips that we can give you today is when you're building your new shower and you're laying it out, make sure that you put the on and off valve available to get to from the outside to turn it on without getting wet. I remember going to a job site and I was just a subcontractor and it was like a six foot long skinny shower. And you enter um, as soon as you looked into the shower, that's where the entrance was. And you're looking at the far wall with the control. And I thought, and these were really high end expensive houses. Now it doesn't get that cold here. We're not like Chicago, but going into that shower to turn your water on That was the most ridiculous idea anybody ever had. Agreed? Agreed. Definitely. Well, have we covered just about everything other than the fact that we did have to stay an extra day at KBiz? Did we cover all the the nice little things that we saw? Let's see. Oh, tile. Well, we did did see some tile, and I'm seeing a lot of hexagon shapes and geometric tiles. So for anybody interested, and I will have podcasts about tile, but... You know, they did have some tiles sprinkled here and there, and a lot of the tile is used for the backsplash in kitchens, and that's why they had it. Yes, I think that there's um, the backsplash is the largest visual focal point uh, in the kitchen, and it's a place to go ahead and bring color, bring movement, have fun, or even set a... Uh, a direction for your design focus of your kitchen. Right. I always tell people they can go with shaker if they like. Now, shaker is a flat panel picture frame, uh, more of today's style. But the backsplash determines the feel of it. Is it farmhouse or is it contemporary? And along with that, of course, is the color of the cabinet, the hardware, the flooring, the countertop. Yes, there's a lot of uh, parts and pieces that go into having your kitchen look great. It's a good point that you bring up about hardware because hardware for cabinetry, it's like jewelry. It is. All, All the hardware that's available really functions the same way. It's just how do you like it? And either it could be a minimum approach to go ahead and opening and closing your cabinets, or it could be a very loud splash jewelry approach that depends upon the individual right but what i'm seeing a lot of is cabinetry with no hardware right and that needs a touch latch so you touch the door and then it pops open or a channel 
right. channel is becoming a big thing in European cabinetry where you'll see no hardware and a channel, which really means it's a horizontal application to connect the cabinetry together, to put your hand in and open up the doors and drawers without any surface applied handle. I would say if I was listening to this podcast and I was planning a kitchen, I would be a little overwhelmed. Probably both of us are, and this is what we do every day. I know. There is so much out there. You know, we'll look at something and go, wow, this is it. This is definitely what we want. And then we see something else. So for the person who is planning their kitchen, I would suggest they, like I said before, they have to use a kitchen designer. Yeah, it's it's essential. Um, the m- appropriate percentage of money that you'll spend going ahead and hiring a kitchen designer is going to be uh, worth it. In well, so in the many long ways, run, we save people money. Yes, and you know, I always come from the design point of view. When clients hire me, I usually do two or three designs of one space because I'm a believer that you don't know what you like until you know what you don't like, and that gets our clients really involved because they sit down, they understand, they look, and then they start thinking about which plan would best suit their lifestyle and their needs. And they really, really get involved. Um, Going ahead and remodeling or building a new home and doing a kitchen takes a team. It does, but then we get instant gratification when it's all done. I love it. Right. That's important. Good. Hey, I had fun talking to you as I always do, Rob. Thank you, Nancy. And I want to thank you for stopping by and uh, chatting about what we saw in Vegas this year. So I want to thank everybody for listening. And don't forget, I keep saying this, you can download an app on your phone so that you can listen to these podcasts because they're very educational. And I'm having fun doing them. I hope you're having fun listening. So until next time, just have a great day. 